0: Swing for Contact Media. Today we are talking about our top pitchers going into the 2023 season. We're going to handle the starting pitchers first, go through our top 10 there, and then move over to our top five for the guys in the bullpen. Uh, Looking at number 10, uh, a surprise entrant that I didn't even think was going to make it on here. Uh, But after looking at some other people's lists, I decided to go ahead and throw them mine as well. Fromber Valdez from the Houston Astros. This is not a homer pick uh, for me because I had to convince myself to put him on my own list. Uh, the guy that really sold it for me was Noah. Noah, why, uh, why Fromber Valdez?
1: Man, his hair.
0: His hair.
1: <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, no. Uh, didn't he set like the the record for most quality starts or something? Yeah, he was had a him? he
0: had a quality start consecutive okay. record, and then he. Actually took over Degrom's record for amount in a year, so
1: yeah. Well, Degrom will get it back this year, but anyways, um, yeah, I think he's just pretty solid last year in Houston and get uh, helping them get a uh, World Series title. Um, you know, I, he's still on a one-year deal, right?
0: Yeah, he, So he's in his yeah. second year he's of like arbitration.
1: 24. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, having him and him being, uh, you know, solid. Uh, I think that's good for Houston, and they're still paying him little. But I have on here that I think he's going to get paid after, you know, his service time um, that he has to do. And then, um, you know, he had a 2.82 ERA and a 4.4 war last year. And uh, like I said, his hair is just, I don't know what it is, man. It's a man crush or something, but I love it. I like like Valdez, man. So you take
0: the lefty with the small glove, throw some predator hair on him, Yep. all-star four war goes and drops it shoves in the playoffs world series mm-hmm. game six winner arguably could have like made a play for the world series MVP. Like if he had maybe mm-hmm. pitched another inning or two in those games. Uh, so yeah, fromber coming in at number 10 for me, I had him a little bit lower on my list, but uh, you know, the Astros fan, I mean, won't complain about having him on the top 10 here for swing for contact. Aid anything to
2: add? Uh, Kinda of touch on what you said. Personally, he's not a top ten guy for me. Uh I'll give it to him last year. He was he was a top ten guy last year. I think there's gonna be some regression, especially uh especially in the batting average like department. I think a little more of the balls that get hit, they're gonna they're gonna make it through. I just I don't see him keeping up this pace. I think the ERA is gonna drop a bit too and Is there going to be a World Series run to make him look that good again? Possibly. I I don't see it right now. I see the regression, but I'm fine with him at 10 for the group list.
0: The thing that I think kind of seals it for me or why I'm okay with getting him in that spot is his home run per nine ratio is probably the lowest of anybody on Fangraph's top 15 from what I'm looking at. Uh, His projected home run per nine at .63 uh, is lower. Everyone else is sitting over one or around that 0.9 kind of spot. And then his ground ball rate is higher than everyone else that's in the top 20. And so a combination of keeping the ball in the park, keeping it on the ground, and letting that defense work behind him. Uh, I, I think he's still going to be a, a very good pitcher. And so I'm happy to see him in our top 10. Uh, number nine, though, is. Uh, Another thing that I don't think Aiden's very happy about, but he'll get his moment here in a little bit. Uh, The guy that I I think probably should have won the Cy Young two years ago, and then Noah, you had him on your list too Uh, Zach Wheeler of the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, Yeah. um, Go for it. I'll take
1: it, I guess. Uh, Yeah. So uh, we know that, uh, you know, after that Joe Girardi mess in Philly, um, how they picked it back up. And I think he was a pretty good uh, big deal in that, um, he pitched in 26 games and posted a 20, I mean, 12 and seven record. Um, and he's kept his ERA below three since 2020. And, uh, so yeah, I have him, I mean, I guess we collectively have him at, uh, number nine. I just like the guy. He has a nice beard too, doesn't he?
0: He does. Yeah. Pretty yeah. solid. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think for Zach, he's probably expected yeah. to go in there 200 innings. Again this year he's been kind of a workhorse uh for that rotation. When he came over from the Mets, uh, on his free agent contract, there was some question marks about like who this guy really is. Um and the last two, three years there in Philadelphia, man, he is really kind of coming to his own. I think he's uh definitely a top twenty guy. And for us on our three separate lists, he actually managed to crack uh crack the top ten. So uh Zach Wheeler at number nine, pitchers to watch out for and in twenty twenty three. I think he does actually wind up having a better year than his teammate, which I'm sure we'll debate here in a little bit. Uh and this one I'm gonna leave alone. I'm gonna let you two handle this one because uh again this one was not on my radar at all. But uh the two Rangers fans over here are pumping Houston propaganda.
2: Oh wait are we are we okay we're just going on no words.
0: Well, I figured you just would talk about his teammate here in a little while, right?
2: Oh, I, I was going to use this time to crap on him, but yeah. No, we we're not going to crap on
0: anybody in our top 10.
2: Okay, okay, okay. That's
0: not we what the to. point of having a top this. 10 is. we can
2: go to that. we go to that. Okay. Take it away, All right, so Christian Javier. Jeez, he's, he's something to watch, man. It's fastball, I mean, it's, it's not off the radar, but it seems unhittable when I watch this guy pitch. I'd probably, if this was a personal list, I'd move him up two more spots. And I really think if Jacob Degrom gets injured, like a lot of people are suspecting, this is my Dark Horse Cy Young winner. Uh, watched, watched him for a bit of last year, and it all really started because I got him on the show, and I, I needed to get some stubs. But I uh, started like, watching his games, and he's just unreal. His fastball is one of the best I've ever seen. Like in my lifetime, which I mean, it's not been as many as someone like Rami, so I can't like say that for him. It's it just looks unhittable from a perspective of the bat, like where the batter is, and I hardly see anyone get contact on it. If they do, it may be a bomb. But we've got another guy on this top ten list. Same exact, same exact thing. Uh, I let yeah. me know, I'll take it from
1: Aiden um, really pretty much summed it up. I think in y'all's first episode. Um... I think I was driving to work listening to it and uh, he had mentioned that he was his dark horse to win the AL Cy Young and I pretty I, I agree with him too um I just like he said I think if the Grom uh gets injured or can't stay healthy God forbid um I I he's my top pick um so yeah we'll let you 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 can you can brag about your guy a little bit Ramey we'll let you have the floor
0: uh, when he first came up and he was kind of being moved around between like, is he a bullpen guy? Is he a starting pitcher guy? He really kind of came up with just two pitches and he's still predominantly just fastball slider kind of guy. But he started mixing in that curveball a little bit, kind of developed that change up some on the side. And the fact that he's got a four pitch mix now and, and really working, I think he worked like 160 innings last season. Um, still came out of the bullpen a couple times. But uh, he probably does take that next step forward and, and probably earns uh, a full-time rotation spot now, one would probably think, uh, especially after his performance in the playoffs. Uh, part of two no-hitters, obviously with the one in Yankee Stadium in the summer and then the one in the Yankee Stadium in uh, October. So uh, there's no doubt when, when he's on, he's electric and, and hard to hit. So it'll be interesting to see if, if his other peripherals can keep up with the... Uh, with the stuff because the stuff is there it's just a matter of can he keep the ball in the ballpark and limit the walks so uh, Javier coming in at number eight Uh, this next guy was one of the big free agent signings Uh, I think we were all kind of curious to see where he was gonna land uh, a few months ago and uh, he takes a trip up to the northeast AL East and Carlos Rodon the other lefty that's on this list
2: uh, let me go for this one. Yeah, go for it. Uh, arguably had a better year this year than last year, even if it was quieter. I don't, I don't feel like I heard as much about him this year. But looking at these stats, it just, I mean, he's, hold up, his his fit dropped from a two six five to a two two five. That is, that's pretty crazy. Uh, he's got arguably, actually not arguably, he has statistically the best fastball in the majors. It is the most valuable fastball in the majors. And I'm ready to see him beside another great pitcher in Garrett Cole. And I can see their starting rotation being pretty, pretty freaking good this year, especially with him and Cole at the helm.
0: Yeah. It's crazy. If, if they, if him and Cole are a, a true one to Nestor stays, the guy that they think that he is, um, Severino's back for them and he's got electric stuff and then if a guy like a Frankie Montas can stay healthy and be a, a true five for him like that rotation is scary as anybody's so um, obviously Rodon coming over from San Francisco there was a lot of injury concerns with him in Chicago uh, he kind of took some bet on himself contracts over in, in San Fran and I mean he's been absolutely unreal and so I think his like right now Fangraph's projections has him as a top three guy you know, they got him number three on their list, and so, um, seeing where he's going to end up this time next year after a year in the AL East, I'm I'm curious to see. But Carlos Rodon, uh, no, we got anything to add on Rodon?
1: Man, Aiden, every day of this offseason, Rodon's gonna sign, uh, with the Rangers. Keep an eye out for Rodon. We're gonna get Rodon and Degrom. I didn't, I
2: didn't believe the Degrom hype, so when we get the Degrom, I kind of
1: I did, I, I did believe the Degrom hype, but. I didn't. I, we were pretty opposite on that. So that kind of made me mad when he signed to the Yankees. Because I mean, if you're not from the Bronx or you know, mentally able to do things, you're a Yankees fan. Um,
2: so, hey, I like the So I did my work. He <laughs> sent him the DM. I, I, told, I told Rodon that he better come to the Rangers.
1: <laughs> uh but no i pretty much agree with you man um i think him and cole can be a one-two punch kind of deal um until, of course i meet houston in the playoffs um and then yeah so i think he had a bet on on himself here uh these past two and uh he was one of the big sexier names and and free agency this year so uh, i really wanted him to be a ranger but we'll see how he does in the al east with the yankees this year
0: Cool, cool. Uh, one step ahead of him is his new teammate. So uh, talking about the one-two punch, right after Rodon, we're going right into Garrett Cole. Uh, Cole is one of those guys that he's going to give up the fly ball occasionally because of the ballpark he pitches in and the style that he pitches with. Um, you know that high fastball, high high uh, spin rate guys when they get barreled, ball flies. So that's where most of his runs come from. But as long as he's limiting those home runs, he's one of the best in the game uh, from a strikeout perspective from a control perspective and has a lot of big game pedigree type moments um, so Garrett Cole Aiden, you want to take the reins on this one too?
2: Yeah I think this is the most disrespected pitcher of my time easily uh, uh, even on our post I saw people questioning how high he was uh, acting like this guy I believe he's led how many years in a row he's led the league in strikeouts he's going to give up the Probably three,
0: off. three in three? a row
2: He's gonna live he's gonna give it the fly ball he's also getting strikeouts at an insane rate every year he is arguably you could put him higher but people people aren't gonna like him because of his attitude they they, they don't like the sticky stuff thing and I get that but if you just look at the stats he's just he's unreal um, someone that actually figured that out last year was Josh Naylor you know, after he he did a little rock and the baby, and then he got his ass sent home. So, you know,
1: um, yeah, me and Ed were talking about it last night over an Xbox party, and I kind of sat there and and like gave him a gave him an ear to to hear him. Um, he compared him because I told him, uh, me and you, me, Rami, I think you had sent me something where on Instagram in this past season where, uh, he had led the league in strikeouts and home runs given up as a starting mm-hmm. pitcher. And I was just like I was just making fun of him for that, and then he's like, "Well, it's the same thing as Trayvon Diggs having the most interceptions but giving up the most yards as a cornerback." And I was like, "I guess you're right." And so, um, I like Gary Cole. I like I like I liked him when he was in Houston. Um, that Pittsburgh lineup, you know, way back in the day, was absolutely crazy. That those starting five, mm. but um, but yeah, I uh. I think it does good in New York this year. We'll see.
0: Um, Garrett Cole with the long, luscious locks and the beard going and just, like, letting it loose was, I think, prime Garrett Cole. But, you know, the thing you can count on, you're probably going to get 200 innings out of him. You're probably going to get 250 to 275 strikeouts. But he's just going to give up 25 home runs. And uh, that short portion right field is going to take some away from him, unfortunately. But that's the... When you sign there, that's kind of what you get the pitch to. But uh has him at four. Uh, we've got him a couple spots higher. But uh, Garrett Cole, probably going to be another top strikeout guy, one of the best strikeout artists in the game right now. So uh, we'll move right ahead to from one of the – we had his teammate, Carlos Rodon, one of the sexier pitchers on the market this past year to probably the the sexy icon of baseball coming up this next season. Uh, where does Shohei Ohtani go after a top five performance as a pitcher this year? Uh, Shohei Ohtani is our next guy in line. Noah, take it away.
1: Comes at Arlington, man. It's going to happen. Um, no, I, just, I mean, we talked about it on the last episode. He does everything um, and he's already be the best at what he does in both categories with hitting and pitching. Um, I think I had mentioned that, he came to Texas. He came to Arlington this past season and I got to watch people like uh what's his name? Nick Solak and other just no name guys that uh just tore him up, man. That's when Cole Calhoun was having his month. Um and so just tearing him up and that doesn't happen a lot and I don't think it will either anymore this season. Um but I think he's in the he's always gonna be in the conversation for Asai Young. I think, and uh, between, between DeGrom, Javier, and him, I think those are the top three, for me, at least. So, um, like you said, he's not gonna. I don't think he's going to be in L.A.
2: next year. All right? even at, probably at the deadline. So, I think we can uh, go ahead and
0: talk about it. Hey, check your mic real quick, too, because you got fuzzy on that conversation. Um, okay. Yeah, the thing about Otani, I think the only th- – I actually had him a little bit lower on my list. I had him on my uh, spot at nine uh, just because I think some of his innings pitch numbers, like he's not ever going to be that 200 inning guy. I don't think they're always going to be kind of a a limiting factor on him on how many outs he's allowed to get, Um, which, you know, outs are, innings are outs and and outs matter, I think. Um, But yeah, he's, he's going to, have a pretty good ground ball ratio he's gonna have a good swing and miss ratio he's gonna give up kind of league average home runs um but for 170 innings you can also probably expect 200 strikeouts right so he's gonna he's gonna get more than what he gives up for sure and so i think just based alone on what he did last year on the mound he's probably gonna keep the that same kind of pace i think for a few more years from the bump uh so it'll be interesting to see aiden got anything to add
2: I really like what he did last year, to be honest. Uh, I think the year prior, we were kind of seeing him come to life as a hitter, and I think that may be what people were kind of starting to expect. But then last year, he came out and was infinitely better as a pitcher than I think he was as a batter, and he was still good as a batter last year. Uh, you could argue that last year he was better than he was the year before because of these pitching stats, and like, I really liked him. You're going to have to have a sixth guy in the rotation probably whenever Shohei's in your rotation, because like you said, he's not going to get as many innings or as many starts as other guys because of him being the DH on occasions and needing that rest. But he's just, he's an, he's an anomaly. I, I didn't want to butcher that word. Uh, I, I've i never seen anything like it before. And it took it took a record-breaking performance from Aaron Judge to knock him off the MVP category. And I, I can definitely see a Cy Young in his future. I don't think it's this year, though.
0: That's fair. Uh, yeah. Next up on our list, the uh, reigning AL Cy Young winner going from Houston to New York, uh, Justin Verlander, the pitching robot. Uh, Verlander coming off Tommy John last year, missed basically a, a year and a half because he had surgery the the after the season of the shortened season. Um, and so missing essentially two baseball seasons with rehab, came right back and somehow was better. Uh, you know when he he goes in and, and throws another 200 innings type season and uh, his strikeout rate alone really kind of propelled Houston I think they had the, the number one strikeout team uh, in baseball last year and a lot of that had to do with his K rate He what he was able to do on that side of the ball um, obviously he's going to be a Met this year uh, for the next two years potentially three uh somehow Tommy John didn't slow him down, so why would, you know, age forty season slow him down? He wants to pitch at least forty-five. And if he's gonna pitch another Cy Young type season, why not? Let him let him ride. Uh Noah, what you got on Justin Verlander?
1: He's a stud, man. He's with Kate Upton. Shoot, man. <laughs> nah no, I'm good. Uh I was I was happy to see him leave the AO West just because I know, like you said, he won the Cy Young last year. Um, I actually think Aiden. I think in our little group message thing, I think I said something about didn't did he reject Houston's offer? Am I wrong about that, or I'm not sure. I, it might have been something. I might be. So there,
0: I don't that. remember seeing like a public offer made. Yeah, I didn't see it. Uh, but I know like him and Jim Crane. I'm sure talked and and probably yeah. tried to come to an agreement. But I don't think Crane was willing to go forty million for three years kind of thing. Or yeah. Steve Cohen was like forty mil for three years whatever
1: <laughs> yeah um but yeah even when he was in detroit uh i loved ferlander and i hated to see him go to houston but um like you said he came off that that big injury almost out of a year and a half and to come out and arguably have his best season um and lead houston into the world series uh, we'll see what he can do with mad max and new york um i think new york got a lot better than they did a lot worse uh this year and let's see how he can how he can do it
2: being a old man, so.
0: Anything to add?
2: Uh, I like Verlander. I'm a little lower on him than y'all, just because uh, I'm was, not as big on the I'm not as big on ERA as y'all are. He was uh, one
0: spot lower on the list on your personal list than the actual list. We put I know. Out.
2: I said I'm a little lower than y'all. Yeah, a little. Yeah, you're shorter. Uh, but I, I really feel like you should be lower on my list. I think I said that before. Like I, I have him a little higher. Because I know that y'all y'all do enjoy Verlander, uh, he's a he's a really good pitcher. I mean, his, his fastball still just looks stupid. I mean, I, I every time I watched him pitch against us, it was no one was hitting it, and it was very frustrating. Because I was like, shh, 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 swing at it, hit it, something. Stop, stop letting it go past. And like, I, it <laughs> past. it's just, it's not fun to watch. It's not fun to watch pitchers like that because you're still hopeless as a fan watching your players look like the Queen City high school varsity team from
0: the past years. Oh, <laughs> Easy. Shots fired. Calm down. Uh,
2: that's, that's about all I got on Verlander, though.
0: Alright, well, let's move into uh, the top three here. Uh, my guy down in Miami, Sandy Alcantara, uh, reigning Cy Young winner. Uh, I expect my boy Sandy to have another 225 innings pitched. Uh, and just drop it. Probably another 200 strikeout season. I think he's gonna be another top three Cy Young kind of guy, and maybe one day either with another team or maybe Miami will eventually say, "Hey, let's go put somebody around him to help him win uh, some games." Exactly. Uh, that's the one thing that's gonna stink about Sandy is that he's gonna never have uh, a great win rate in Miami. But man, every everything that he does on the mound suggests that he's the guy. Uh, he's the only pitcher on Fangraphs top ten to have a two hundred pitch or two hundred inning expectancy. Um, which you know, I, I he's just one of the few workhorses left in Major League Baseball. He's a guy that can just go and go and go and go. Um, I had him at my personal two. I'm okay with him at three. So Sandy, what we got?
2: he, uh, he kind of came out of nowhere to be honest. I I wasn't hearing a lot about him the year before. Kind of kind of started hearing about him a lot this year, especially with those uh, those complete games. I haven't seen a guy go deep like that in the games and completely finish out games in a while and it was it was just natural for him it felt like uh, I think there may be a little regression this year, just a little. He could stay the same. I don't think he's gonna complete as many games given how hard it is to do that now in this day and age. Uh, He's got some really good pitches. I think the Cy Young in the NL is wide open. Uh, Got him, Burns, Nola, in my opinion. Y'all probably have Wheeler up there. There's, There's so many guys that could win it, but I wouldn't be surprised seeing him win it again.
0: Yeah, you mentioned the complete games. He had six last year, which six. was more than, I think, everyone else in the Major League Baseball yeah. combined. I could be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure that was the number. Like, I know Fromber had one, and that was, like, yeah. like one of the few guys in the American League it that had one. Either. So it's,
2: it's the fact that he had six a, is kind of nuts. Thing.
1: No, yeah. Um, no, he went 14-9 and nine last year, if I'm not mistaken. And just like Shohei. Yeah. Um, you just got to have good guys around him to get that win rate up. And I hate it that he's stuck in Miami. Um, who does he have? Jazz Chisholm?
0: New centerfield Gold Glover, right?
1: Yeah. It's just like, I hate it. I hate it for him that he's in Miami. I hope he goes somewhere. Um, but yeah, I think he's, like Aiden said, I think the NL Cy Young's wide open too. And I think he'll still be up there for the conversation this year. So, yeah.
0: The one thing that's interesting about Sandy is that he's like the one guy on our list that doesn't really generate strikeouts as much as everybody else. Uh Like his K rate is sitting around like probably eight and a half going into this year, where like everyone else that we're kind of talking about is like 10, 11. Uh, so the fact that he's able to keep the ball in the ballpark, lower home run rate than average, he doesn't really walk anybody. doesn't really strike anybody out, but he's just able to get that soft contact and just pitch around guys. Such at, at such a high level is kind of crazy. Um, dollar
2: store Martin Martin Perez. That's
0: okay. but
2: uh, Martin does the best.
0: Great. Thanks for that. Uh, let's go into number two, your boy Corbin Burns, a knowledge lead it off.
2: So Corbin, in my opinion, is the only guy that touches DeGrom, uh, that's just my opinion. I I can understand why others may have different opinions. Uh, Scott possibly the best cutter I've ever seen. Uh, dang good cutter. It, it changed his career, to be honest. Change changed a lot about him. Uh, he's a guy that you could see going for Cy Young awards year after year for the next couple. Uh. He was. I felt he was creeping up on Sandy a bit here when Sandy hit that rough patch, but then Corbin hit a very rough patch. His numbers started going down. They look a little worse than they probably would have had he not hit that rough patch. But uh, I think he's going to get it back. I really wish he wasn't with the Brewers. I'd like to see him on another team, uh, especially with the path. I think they're kind of going down now. I don't think they're kind of in that competing patch. They're in such a, a weird division. Uh but I'd love to see him come out and win another one because I love watching him pitch with all the the pitches he does have.
0: Noah?
1: Yeah, he pretty much said it. Um, I don't – I wouldn't say he's, like, up there for the Cy Young for me, but like you said, you kind of see why. Um, you know, He was voted number one pitcher for 2023 by Verlander, Ben Verlander, I think, or the MLB website. I don't know. Um, a lot of people are mad about that. And uh, like Aiden said, hate to see him with the Brewers because you don't know what they're doing, man. And uh, I mean, it's pretty much them in St. Louis and the NL Central. So we'll see if he can uh, lead the charge in on that. Maybe knocking them off. We'll see. But yeah, you can have the four.
0: Okay. So yeah, the I guess really, and this is not really a knock. It's just kind of a, a side note on, on Burns. Coming off the shortened year, uh, he was held to inning limit. He only pitched 167 innings that year after the shortened season uh, but he still put up a 7.5 war that year like it was unbelievable how good he was. His All of his peripherals were better than anyone could even imagine uh, he wound up winning the Cy Young with 167 innings which good on you man uh, personally I had Wheeler just because he had 200 innings and not that far off on the peripheral stuff Uh, And then last year, Craig Council says, "All right, the capacitor's off. You're you're going." And he went out and dropped a 200 inning performance. Um, And so, will he be able to generate another 200 inning performance again, and still be able to keep the ball in the ballpark, uh, and keep the ground ball rate about where it was? Because the thing that strikes me a little weird with Corbin and I hope this isn't a sign of things to come. I hope it was just kind of a, a the thing that caused him to maybe slide on that Cy Young scale. Uh, the last two years, the shortened season. And then in 2021, he had a home run per nine of like 0.3, 0.3 and 0.38. And then last year he had a home run per nine of 1.02. So like his home run rate, like tripled, um, you know, he still had a great season, put up a four and a half war and, uh, through 200 innings and had a over a 10 strikeout rate and all that good stuff so like all the other peripherals were there he just had a lot more home runs given up um and so that's maybe the one thing just to kind of watch out for as long as that sinker cutter are doing its thing and he's wiping people out with that slider it's not really going to matter i don't think too much but uh just a little side note corbin keep the ball in the ballpark a little bit more and go when you sign on let's see what happens uh and then our top pick for this year's pitcher, I'm just going to sit back and let the fanboys come out for a minute. Uh, I'm
1: not a fanboy. That's Aiden. But
2: Jacob I'm, DeGrom,
0: our number one sorry, pick. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Go for it, Aiden.
2: Um, if this was any other pitcher that was the number one and they had gotten injured two years in a row, I'd be perfectly fine with putting someone else above them in the ranking. But it's not. It's Jacob DeGrom. And – I mean, you can you can say fanboy and all that stuff. Look at what he does when he plays. No one comes near him. He he's got a fastball slider combo, almost unhittable. Those two years he won Cy Young, his numbers are just insane. Those two years, I two hundred seventeen innings, a 1.995. I, I, I haven't seen that in a while. Especially when scrolling through this, he looked really good the year before this year, before he, you know, eventually had that injury again. He was on pace to win another Cy young. Last year is kind of a rough patch when he came out. You know, he's getting hit. Dansby, I believe, hit a bomb off of him in that Brave series, and there was a lot of clowning going on. I just, I, if he's healthy. He's later, and there, I don't think anyone's going to surpass him. But, again, health is the problem. I can definitely see him missing a lot of games again, and it would upset me very much.
1: Yeah, um, I was very hesitant. I don't know why, but I remember just thinking about, like, DeGrom coming to Texas. Finally, Christian came in and said, we're going to do something. We're going to have a winning attitude now, and he goes and gets the best pitcher in baseball. I was kind of hesitant on it at first, paying him. Because I mean, he, is, he has been injured a lot in his career, um, But I have on here when he's not injured, he is the best pitcher in baseball, no argument about it. Um, and I went to a fan fest the other day in Arlington, I mean, a couple weeks ago, I think, and stood an hour stood in line for an hour until they finally cut it off. And I'm not kidding, you. the thing was wrapped around the whole stadium for a the Grom autograph. So he's already very loved in Texas. Um, I did get to see his face, though. That was pretty cool. Um, But I think if he stays healthy, he's a Cy Young winner. Um, Hopefully, we can get this thing turned around in Texas um, because it's been since 2016. We just have not been good at all. And so, yeah, hopefully he can uh, bring that Cy Young award to Texas, and hopefully we can raise up a freaking World Series trophy here in these next five years.
0: There you go. Yeah, just uh, looking at his numbers, obviously, from 17, 18, and 19, that three-year stretch when he was putting up 200-inning seasons with the crazy strikeouts and the crazy uh, BABIPs and ERAs and FIPS, like, I mean, there's no one better when he's right. Um, The last two years, uh, 68 innings in 2020 in the shorter season, whatever, 92 innings in 21, and only 64 this past year, and so... Know that there's going to be concerns like we've all kind of Mm -hmm. gone over, um, but at the same time, in in those innings, uh, a K rate over 14 like, stupid. Uh, an ERA in 2021 during those 92 innings of 1.08, like, he had a four, four almost five war season in 90 innings two years ago. Like, there's no doubt when, when this guy is right, he's the best. Um, he is going into age 35 season. Uh, that's a little concerning, I think, for some. Uh, and, you know, we'll see how this contract plays out over the long term. But I think you still have at least a few more years of really dominant DeGrom when he's, when he's healthy. Uh, so, yeah, I look for DeGrom to be uh, right there in that AL Cy Young contention. I think probably a good aiming point for him would be 25 to 27 games started, 180 innings. I, I think if you guys get 180 innings of DeGrom, you're very happy with the production you're going to get out of those 180 innings. Um, obviously, the key there is getting to that point. First step is probably to get to 100, and then let's go for 150. Um, so, yeah, Jacob DeGrom rounds out our top 10 for our starting pitchers for this season. Uh, real quick, let's just touch up on some of our honorable mention guys. Uh, I know, Aiden, you've got a, a couple guys at the bottom of your list that you probably want to talk about real quick. So, I'll just give you the floor and let you go for a second.
2: Uh, I'm going to start off with Aaron Noah personally i think Aaron Nola is better than Wheeler. Uh i think he's more there for I can't think of the word for this. I think he's going to he's going to be the guy that picks it up more. Uh and he's i think he was he was he was the one last year, right? I don't I don't watch a lot of Phillies games. I mean
0: depending on the, it was 1A 1B depending on just 1A, whose 1B. turn it was in the rotation. Like it wasn't really like a one or a two, i don't think.
2: I i just personally got him higher wheelers Wheeler's so low on the top 10 list i feel like it's not that big of a thing to switch them out i just i like nola's stuff better i like kind of where his career is looking ahead towards wheeler is he's still a damn good pitcher but i just i don't think he's as good as nola right now and won't be in the future
0: sure i mean i honestly on Fangraphs they're both top 15 guys on their projections for this year so i think that's very reasonable for them both to beat that top 15 at the end of the year uh what else you got
2: uh, i've also got strider god what is what a season for strider he really came out and he was, he's shoving almost every start he had he's trying to rock the robbie ray tight pants uh he's got the he's got the stash too so you know it's, you it's, it's looking nice uh he he's looking to become the ace there over over free and i could see that happening soon he had, a rough, he had a rough playoff game. I thought they brought him back from injury way too early. I believe that home run he gave up to Reese Hoskins with that pretty cool bat. That mm. spike was uh, the lowest fastball thrown of his career, and I think he threw two of the lowest fastballs of his career on that plate appearance. Uh, definitely see him taking that rollover. I could see him getting into the top six next year. He's He's really good. Uh, and then I guess my last one was Glasnow. Yep. Uh, I'm so ready to see him come back, even though I hate throw A's. He He's a da- dang good pitcher. Uh, Tell him huh? Tell him Phillip, man. Nah. <laughs> I believe it's uh, Trying to keep Tommy PG John? rating. Yeah, sorry. I believe he had Tommy John, and Tommy John usually makes pitchers come back better than he was... Already pretty dang good, so we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, I think the goal for Glasnow, kind of the same thing with the Grom, right? Like, hey, get get him to 100 innings. Okay, now let's get him to 150, and once we get past that 150 mark, let him ride. But I think he's definitely a top 20 guy, and as long as his his words. innings kind of comes in, like he'll be a, a good guy to fall onto. Uh, no, you had two guys that got left off, and I had one of them on on my uh, spot too. Uh, Max Scherzer and Shane Bieber. Why, why do you like those guys?
1: Oh man, I like Max Scherzer cuz man his eyes look cool, dude. <laughs> nah, I'm playing man. Um how old is he? I forget. Can we uh, can we get a I don't know. Anyways, see. I know he's getting up there.
0: Yeah, Mad um, Max is going into his age 38 season.
1: Yeah, just like uh his teammate Verlander is coming in. Um no, he's been hurt a couple of times these past couple years. Um I, just, I like the guy, especially when he was in Washington and uh got to see him celebrate in uh downtown Houston when they hoisted up that uh World Series trophy. Yeah, I'm um, just playing. And then I like Shane Bieber. Um I like him in Cleveland. I like Justin Bieber too. I think it's pretty cool they have the same last name. Um and then I'm going to give a shout out to my boy uh you Darvish, man. He's not top 10 obviously, but even from when he was in Texas, I've always been a big fan. Got a 6-year extension today with the Padres.
0: Yeah, well, that's going to be a, a crazy seeing to see how that ages on him cuz I think <laughs> like he's going to be like 42 when he comes off that, right? Like
1: I think it's set through 2028.
0: 20, yeah. That's a that's a big so, extension. Yep. Yeah. Uh real quick, uh this pains me to say a little bit just cuz I'm a Houston guy, but, uh, over in Dodgerland, man, uh, I don't think this guy gets enough credit for, for what he's done the last couple of years. Um, Urias over in that Dodge rotation. He was, I think he finished top two. I think he was the runner up for the NL Cy Young this past year. Or he was number three. Um, man, just his stuff and his poise on the mound for being a young guy. I actually had him number seven on my personal top 10. Um, I think he's a guy that gets overlooked a lot. And then another guy that I was debating on, you know, can I fit him in somewhere? Who do I who do I leave out to get this guy on? Um, Dylan Cease, like his the way he strikes people out and and his K rate with the White Sox is insane. Um, the thing that's gonna you know kind of mess with Cease a little bit is that home run rate. He's a guy that's over that one point one per nine. Um, But if he could just get his uh, ground ball rate a little bit higher, maybe keep that ball in the ballpark a little bit more, his strikeout rate, like he could very easily get to a 220-250 kind of strikeout season, compete with some of those upper echelon guys. Um, So Urias and Cease for my two honorable mentions. Uh, But enough about the starters. It's time to get into the bullpen a little bit. We got five bullpen guys here. And We'll just start at number five and work our way down. Obviously, we're all three of us have more of our eyes on the AL West, uh, just because of the ball that we normally watch. Uh, this guy finished, or he's preseason ranked pretty high by Fangraphs too. Uh, Aiden, what do you got on Andres Munoz from Seattle?
2: He came, he came kind of out of nowhere last year. Uh, really good fastball, fastball velocity. Had a pretty good ERA last year. I really like his xERA, era 1.84. It's pretty nice. Uh, in 65 innings pitched, 64 games, he had four saves, two wins, five losses, which I don't really credit wins and losses to pitchers. He looks really nice. And uh, I'm ready to see like him continue because, like I said, that was kind of the first year we've really seen him as being that guy. Uh, i think he can improve on some of these numbers i also think he can improve on a he can improve on his walks per nine those are those are kind of high which among closers relievers it's, it's usually going to be up there but i really feel like if he can get that a little bit lower it's going to look nice he's going to continue to be a top 5 guy he's going to
0: keep shoving no anything to add
2: uh no
1: he pretty much summed it up i don't want to see him a lot against the rangers but i know it's going to happen so um see if we can get those innings pitched just up a little bit more this year see what he can do with it
0: yeah I, I mean he came up with the padres in 19 and had like a i think just a couple short stints if i'm not mistaken he didn't pitch it all in the 2020 season he had one game in 2021 and then yet last year just broke out and became like one of the guys. It was like him and Seawall like were closing out every game. It seemed like for for Mariners, uh, which honestly is probably why they were so good in one run games for the last for that last year, because um, those two guys kind of were locking it down. But yeah, uh, if last year was the breakout, what's he got next? Like what's his next step in his progression? He's only going to be a 24 year old guy, uh, coming off of one full year or so. Um, he's a guy to really watch out for. He very well could be one of those relievers that eclipses that two war kind of mark. Usually, if you're getting two war seasons as a reliever, you're doing something right. Um, and so we've got the the righty from Seattle as our number five. Uh, going into number four, staying in the AL, going into the Central Division, uh, one of my favorite guys to watch, the 100 mile an hour split finger uh, Duran from Minnesota. I think he's one of the reasons why I've actually got Minnesota to finish number one in the AL Central. I think uh, between some of their signings that they brought in and having him take that next step forward is going to really elevate the Twins game. Uh, I, I think from a home run perspective, he's a guy that limits the ball from leaving. He's got under a one per nine on that end. Um, expected to be around a two six ERA and a two five fit. Um, Fangraphs has him at 1.2 war expected, but his strikeout rate right off of his flames, like he just paints with fire and it's incredible to watch some uh, Duran strikeout highlights. Uh, one of my favorite things is looking at Pitching Ninja and just seeing okay, when's the next time I get to see my guy from the Twins pitch? Um, you guys got anything to add on that one?
2: Not really. He pretty much got it all. Really like his stuff, like you said. Splinker
1: Pretty
2: nasty, man. Also, like how coming from AAA to pretty much summed it up. To the, the majors. It wasn't real like any real fall-off that feel like.
0: No. I like, honestly it almost felt like he may have got better. <laughs> and so yeah. he's another guy that I think broke out last year. And so seeing what he can do uh coming into this season will be a lot of fun. Uh but here's one of the the first guy that we all three had in our top five. Aiden I'll let you take the the floor on this one to start off because this is one of your guys, uh, Josh Hader over in San Diego. What you got?
2: Josh Hader has past couple of years, he's been known as kind of the top guy. And uh, when Diaz kind of took that spot from him this year. So he started off okay. Then he had that kind of rough stretch near the end of his dinner with the Padres. You know, everyone's like, Haderade, hate, Haderade. And then you he didn't hear anything but just straight crap because he was giving up a lot of home runs and hits that he just shouldn't have been. Uh, he gets traded to Padres. I messed that up earlier. Brewers end of his Brewers run. Gets traded to the Padres. First couple of outings not looking good. Like looking like something's wrong with him. Then all of a sudden he just he completely turns it around. And I mean he just started shoving. Looked like top top three reliever for the end of that Padres run. Did really good for. The-
0: oh. Well, this is awkward.
2: You good? I mean, he doesn't have his headset on.
0: Noah, say something. Something, Aiden. Something. Run the blue for real. All right, here we go. Back into it. Continue okay, your Josh did, Hader did talk. You
2: pick up any of my. You didn't pick up any of it.
0: No, I, okay. I think we got most of it. I thought we were ending, like getting close to the ending of okay, your Josh yeah, Hader yeah, talk. Okay, yeah, we
2: were. Okay, so his numbers were really skewed from his first couple appearances with the Padres. Like I said, he did really get in the playoffs for them. Uh, if it wasn't for those first couple of appearances, his numbers would have backed up. That honestly, in that stretch, he may have been the best reliever for that last stretch. Uh, I'll leave it at that.
1: Okay. Yeah, he pretty much said it. I remember seeing this guy get a lot of hate when, then uh, his little stint in San Diego for that period of time. Um, I liked the guy. I liked when he was in Milwaukee. He was the only player I knew on their team. That's probably why. Um, so. Yeah, we'll see what he can do in 2023.
0: So, uh, fun fact for you: when the Ashes were in the tail end of their kind of like rebuild back up, he was one of the pieces that we traded to Milwaukee uh, to get a few more young guys, and then shipped off those guys for other young guys. But Hater is one of the one of the guys. I'm like, man, I, I wonder what would have what that could have been like if we had held on to him in Houston. Um. All right, so uh, back into the AL we go. Uh. Another just flamethrower in the AL Central, uh, Emmanuel Class A, the guy that throws 100-mile-an-hour cutters at your face, and then they break into the zone, you're like, I don't know what to do with that. Uh, Aiden, you got anything for Cleveland Guardian fans?
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. So I know earlier I said that Corbin Burns has the best cutter in the league. I'm going to stand by that. But a close second is probably Colossae. He he absolutely
0: one, guns eight, one that B.
2: thing. Oh my goodness, uh, what what was he's getting like one oh one? I I don't know if he's at one oh two yet, but he just absolutely rares back and throws that thing. And guess what? He used to be a ranger, but you know we screwed that up because we somehow screw up things like that. Thanks I you. he he was good last year. I think people kind of slept on him this year, and then he came out and just dominated. Uh, 2.4 war for a reliever. It's crazy. It's pretty dang good. It's it's really dang good. He's going to be in this... Oh, my goodness. Sorry, I just saw his saves. He had 42 saves. And the, the other three guys we've talked about, I, they've maybe had 20 combined. He's it's it's classy, man. Yeah,
0: he's he's the true closure that's on this list. It's kind of funny because like saves are are becoming this weird thing where like, um, they're not necessarily telling of who's the the guy that they trust with the ball at the end of the game necessarily, but who they trust like just to finish one out. And sometimes high leverage relievers are more important than the closer. Um, but this dude can do both. I mean, his walk percentage, uh, three point seven percent versus a strikeout ratio of 28.4 this past year. Um Fangraphs has him like losing some of that walk rate where it's going to almost double on him. They expect him to walk a lot more people than he did last year but still keep a two-war season. Like that's how good this guy really is. Is like, "Hey, he could walk twice as many guys and still get two-war out of the relief spot." Um so yeah, he's he's just absolutely gross. No we got anything to add?
1: Yeah, man, should be a ranger, but we traded him for the uh, world's best pitcher, Corey Kluber, which I don't even understand why in that type of... Oh, that was that trade? Yeah, we sent Delino, the Shields, and him for
0: <laughs> Warning to the West, boys. Hashtag. Yeah,
1: man. Just God, dude. It makes me so mad because we could really use him in our bullpen right now. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, just like you said a hater. you know, you never know. You never just know. Just like the Dodgers, gonna you know what you're on. Um, only twenty-four years old with forty-two saves last year is ridiculous to me. Um, but yeah, gonna keep keep uh it for the Guardians and probably gonna win their division again this year. So,
0: it'll be interesting to see. Uh, and then last but not least, our number one reliever for this upcoming season. Uh, get your trumpets out. Is twenty-eight year old five-year extension. New York Met, Edwin Diaz. Give me the rundown on Edwin.
1: Um, I'll take it. So uh, I was looking on fan graphs, had back-to-back seasons with 32 saves, uh, posted a 17.13 strikeout per nine, and had a 1.31 ERA, which I'm a big ERA guy, so I think that's ridiculous. Um, Just, yeah, like you said, the trumpets, when they start playing, um, Mets fans are happy because they know the game's most likely a win after that. Um, Yeah, I like like Edwin Diaz. I like a lot of guys on this list, obviously, but Edwin Diaz is a good guy. I like him.
0: It's kind of funny because, like, he's really just kind of a two-pitch pitcher. Like, he's fastball slider, and that's really all he does. Um, But when his fastball is that gross and his slider is that gross, it's kind of really all you need, I guess. Um, In the shortened season, 2020... Uh, had that seventeen and a half K rate, had a one seven five ERA. Twenty twenty one, kind of a a weird season for him. Still pitched sixty two innings, still had a crazy K rate. Like he was still his K per nine was still twelve point seven eight, just wasn't seventeen. Um, and then last year, a three war season, sixty two innings pitched, seventeen point one on that K per nine, a point four home run per nine the last two years. Um, Man, it just, it doesn't really get a whole lot better than that. The last two seasons combined for five war, the dude is insane. Uh, I think it's awesome that as a reliever, he's able to pull a five year, $102 million extension with the Mets. Um, Even kind of before all the mega contracts were coming Mm -hmm. out, like he was kind of the first one to really sign in the off season. So um, the fact that he kind of got that spot, I think makes a lot of sense. He'll probably be that top guy for a couple of years to come. Uh Aiden, you got anything to add?
2: Uh he's another guy with low fit, really low fit, 0.90. Uh his strikeout rate was insane last year. And he's really he's trying to cement his walkout song with his skill. He's trying to cement that into conversations with one of my personal favorites, Hells Bells, and Inter Sandman. I mean, that's how iconic it's gotten in New York. And I've never seen so much coverage over a walkout song like his because of how dang good he was last year. If he continues on this pace, man, is it going to be a joy to watch? Even though I don't like the Mets, I uh, uh, that's all. Sorry.
0: Uh, There's one guy. There's one guy that was not on this list that made Noah's list that we got to talk about real quick. The honorable mention, I guess, in the room Um, was not really on my radar at all for this, but uh, I've got to let the reasoning out. And so uh, Blue Jays, Rejoice, Jordan Romano. Uh, Noah, talk to me about Romano real quick.
1: uh, Well, we talked about it. The porn stash, man. It's killer, dude. I mean, if I was a better... I'd be I'd be shaking in my boots, man. Uh, but besides that, I just uh, – one of the things that stuck out with him for me when I still had hope for the Rangers last season, I think they went to Toronto for the first series of the year. And we got up on them pretty big. I remember Brad Miller hitting that leadoff home run to start the year off. And then I just see this guy, Romano, come out and just shut us down, man. Like three straight games, I'm pretty sure. I was just like, who is this dude, man? Like I'm no no like slack to him, but I've never ever heard of this guy before. And so I've kind of kept my eye on him ever since that first series. Um I like him, hate the Blue Jays. Sorry, Toronto, but you know why I hate you. Um so yeah, you know, hopefully we don't meet them in the playoffs this year because we'll probably lose. But anyways. <laughs>
0: fair enough, fair enough. All right, well, that concludes our top pitchers for this 2023 season. Uh, Our top 10 starters to watch out for, plus honorable mentions. Our top five relievers, plus an honorable mention. Uh, Shout out to my guy, Ryan Presley, with his zero ERA in the postseason last year. Hope you do it again, Bubba. Um, And I guess we'll uh, get ready to do some deep dives into some teams maybe next week. Start looking at some division uh, projections and try to figure out where we think each team's going to land. Um, on a win total, so that'll be a a fun topic, I'm sure. We'll make sure that Aiden has his own box that he gets to play in Aiden's for corner. his division. Yeah, we'll have Aiden's corner up there. Uh, <laughs> any last words? Uh, I think I'm good. Aiden you got anything? Oh, I'm good.
1: I'm good. Oh wait, oh. hey man, oh, this isn't baseball. Go Chiefs, bro. Philly's losing. I'm sorry, but go Chiefs.
2: Go Anyways. Chiefs, please. Philly, if Philly loses this. First of all, we'll get to see the world come to an end, as they will burn down everything, (laughs) and the city may have to be nuked, Uh, but I would enjoy Philly winning way more than my division rival and the Chiefs.
0: That's fair. Aiden, show your eyes real quick. You've had your bill down the entire time.
2: Aiden, show us what's behind the green
1: M&M that's bucking the rest of your room, bro. (laughs) so funny, dude, it's so funny. (laughs)